welcome to the Healthy, Wealthy, and Smart Podcast. Each week, we interview the best and brightest in physical therapy, wellness, and entrepreneurship. We give you cutting-edge information you need to live your best life, healthy, wealthy, and smart. The information in this podcast is for entertainment purposes only and should not be used as personalized medical advice. And now, here's your host, Dr. Karen Litzee. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. I am your host, Karen Litzy, and today's episode is brought to you by NetHealth. So we think it's time to talk about something important, patients and their outcomes, specifically how great it is when your whole practice is rallied around a solid outcomes management program. Aside from having the power to influence better patient results, you have the right data to assess clinic performance, oversee quality, assess and mentor clinicians, understand patient sentiment, and market to referring physicians. So if you love to nerd out on this stuff as much as I do, the best industry event around outcomes management is happening from October 23rd to the 25th in Knoxville, Tennessee, and it's the Clinical Outcomes Summit. It is hosted by Photo, which is focused on therapeutic outcomes, but it's not just for photo clients. Anyone can go. And Healthy, Wealthy, and Smart podcast listeners get a steep discount on the registration. The full summit pass is only $150, so at that rate, go ahead and bring everyone you know. You can go to www.outcomesnerd.com and use the discount code LITZY, L-I-T-Z-Y, and of course, we have that link for you in the show notes. Now, on to today's episode. So, Today we're kind of flipping the script a little bit. So Dr. Jenna Cantor is back, and this time she's interviewing me, which I am not the most, I feel like I'm not the most comfortable person behind the mic, on the other side of the mic, but this was a fun interview we did at CSM. We talk about how I started my career in New York City, the importance of relationships and building relationships to grow your practice why you should say yes to things that align with your values, and a sneak peek at the Strictly Business Mastermind, which is coming up very, very soon. I'm really excited about it. So, again, thank you to NetHealth for sponsoring today's episode, and enjoy. Hello, this is Jenna Cantor interviewing for Healthy, Wealthy, and Smart, and I am here with the founder, the original Mama Jama. With healthy, wealthy, and smart Karen Litzy, and I am going to be a major fan girl. No apologies for this at all because I have been wanting to interview Karen for a long time because she is just one of the most inspirational people in physical therapy. And I would say, honestly, amongst women in physical therapy, the leadership that you take is absolutely incredible. And I appreciate you agreeing to coming on. So thank you. Well, thank you. And I think this is the first time I've been interviewed on my own podcast. Really? I didn't know that. I think so. I think so. Unless you count the time Bronnie Thompson was asking me questions and made me cry. But for the most part, this is definitely the first time. Oh, okay. The formal interview. So, 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 so not, a, not a meltdown in this one, maybe. Correct. Maybe. Awesome. Well, what's, what I'm really excited about is, uh, so anybody who is a fan of Karen Litz, you see all that she does, this is to really learn about her backstory and also... Um, how possible it is to get to where she is at now. So one thing we were talking about the other day, Karen, is you were saying how you moved to New York and you knew no one. I would love for you to expand upon that and how you took those steps to knowing everyone. Well, so when I first moved to New York, I knew my roommate because we had gone to high school together and maybe two other people that we went to high school with. And 
what I decided to do when I first moved to New York is I couldn't find a physical therapy job that I felt like was a good fit. And so I ended up working at what was then called Reebok Sports Club. It's now an Equinox. But it was this sort of uh, country club in the city. So it was a very high-end, very expensive gym. So I started working there as a personal trainer. And because of that environment, there were so many personal trainers, Pilates instructors, nutritionists, not to mention all of the people who would go in and out of the gym and all the clients I was lucky enough to work with. And because of that, I was able to meet hundreds and hundreds of people. And to this day, those trainers, the people who work, there's a, a like a computer pro, uh, program there for children. There are nutritionists, Pilates instructors. To this day, they still refer patients to me. And that was wow. 18 years ago. So, you know, we, we talk about building relationships and how important that is. And I think having that as my first job in the city and being exposed to so many different people, uh, I felt like it really help me build relationships and friendships at this point that have continued to blossom and grow. And I mean, I just had a patient that was looking for a strength and conditioning coach. And so I said, well, I work with one uh, person who is, is, is amazing. And he was one of the first people I met at my new job 18 years ago. Wow, that's incredible. So it was a bit of like an unconventional path for a physical therapist. And it's just because I couldn't find my fit. I couldn't find the, the niche that I really wanted and maybe the clinic that I really wanted to work at. And I, now, that being said, I knew ahead of, before I moved to New York that this gym existed and that it was a high-end gym and that I would be exposed to a different kind of clientele. Um, and I don't know if I did that I don't know why I, I looked that up to begin with, but it was because of that that gave me the idea to go out on my own and to start seeing patients in their homes and, and home gyms and homes and offices because all of the personal trainers at this gym were seeing people outside of the gym. Yeah. I was like, well, if they're doing that, then why can't I do that? Why can't a physical therapist do that? Why do they only have to come to a clinic in a more traditional sense of the word? So um, it was because of that first job that AI met so many people, and those relationships continue to grow other relationships, and that I got the idea to do my business. That's incredible. So... For you, now that your network has expanded over time, uh, clearly it's like full bloom, hello. You're, I look at you almost like the Oprah of physical therapy here. So how do you keep in touch or keep maintain these relationships with all these people? Like what is your skill for that? So as far as maintaining them within New York City, it's pretty easy because we'll get together or you send a quick text because most of these people are my friends. And um, I credit working at that gym and also playing softball um, in Central Park that I was able to meet so many people. You play softball? Hold on. Pause. Yeah. Elaborate. <laughs> so I, one day I was running in Central Park and I was like, ooh, softball. So I went down and I was like, hey, do you guys allow girls to play? And they were like, no. And I was like, oh, um, okay. And they said, well, what do you do? And I said, well, I'm a pitcher. And then they asked if I was good and I peeked my head around, looked at their picture. I'm like, I'm better than the one you have. Nice. <laughs> and so 
the next week I went for my tryout and then I became their pitcher. And then the following summer I was recruited to play in a fast pitch, like windmill fast pitch league. So I played there for several years. And all the guys that I played with on that softball team are lawyers and they have referred patients to me. Um, and, and, you know, you just keep in touch. And so uh, and I met my two best friends that way in the city, and they refer people to me um, from a business standpoint, but they're also my friends, you know, and they're part of my my lifeblood of being in, in the city. And so um, it, I, my best advice if you're moving to someplace where you don't know anyone is to get involved in things you like to do. So I loved playing softball, so that's what I did, you know, and I loved working out, so I... I, I decided to work in a gym as my first job. So instead of kind of pigeonholing yourself into, well, just physical therapy or just this, just that, like really kind of open yourself up because you never know who you're going to meet. So in the city, it's easy to keep in touch. Well, I shouldn't say it's easy. It's not easy. But it's, you just make, if it's a priority for you in your life, you make it and you make it a priority and you put in the effort. And so for me, and as you know, Jenna, you keep in touch with a lot of people. You spend your time on networking and on making those relationships. And the best way to do it is to make it a priority. And so I may have, you know, I, my week is sort of chunked out. So I have patient care. But then there's times where I'm like, okay, all I'm going to do is write emails and send messages to people. And it's in my calendar. It's write emails and send messages to people just so that you're still in their hemisphere. You yes, know? keeping those relationships. Otherwise, yeah. it becomes that long lost relationship. Even yeah. if when you hang out with them again, it could you could just <laughs> act like no time has passed. It's still something that needs to be rekindled. Yeah. So it avoids that. I get that. Yeah, and it's putting in the effort. Like a good friend of mine is Dr. Jordan Metzel, who's a physician in New York. And he does free workout classes every month. And so I try and make it a point, okay, I'm going to go to one of his classes, even though I can't walk for two or three days because my legs are so sore afterwards. But I make it a point because he's my friend and I want to support him. And I think what he's doing is important. I love that. I can, I'm sure I've probably seen pictures of you after the workout going, just finish the workout with Metzl right now. Yeah, I so love hard. that. And, and you actually are tapping upon something that I know we 100% agree upon is really supporting what other people are doing. Showing up for what yeah. they do is a real big part of the networking and how your life and your career has truly grown. Yeah, it's just being supportive of people that you believe in. So going to something like this CSM where there's 16, 17,000 people here, like there are people that I want to make it a point that I at least say hello and that I have a, a conversation with, even if it's just five minutes, you know, because it's important to me and, and I hope it's, it's important to them, but I know that it's important to me because I want to show up for them and I want to support them. And so that's just what you do if you want to keep your relationships going. And as far as keeping relations with international colleagues, it could just be a quick, a quick note on Twitter or, or a quick email or, hey, I thought about you the other day because I really want to introduce you to this person because I think you guys would, should at least know, know each other because you're doing the same research. Or, you know, I, I, had, I met a colleague in the Netherlands and he has since referred patients to me in New York and he's a physio in London. But you just keep in touch with people and, and you do good work. Um, and I think that's the best way to keep your relationships going. And it doesn't have to be every day. Right. It could be but consistent. Consistent. Consistently. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's just a little check-in. Like, hey, how are you? 
it takes five minutes. A lot of times I do this when I'm on the bus because I'm going from patient to patient. So what else am I supposed to do on the bus? You know, so that, that's some time when I'd be like, okay, I'm going to make sure that I reach out to so-and-so in Australia or to this person in Pennsylvania or to this. And, and that's a good time. So I'm, I'm lucky in that sense that I have like random downtime. Yeah. Um, chunks during my week. And, and you just, if you think about someone, just let them know. Yeah. It takes seconds. It takes seconds. Okay. So you have your hands on in many things, which I love about you. So you are, you have this podcast, which is amazing and soaring. And now you also have a team working for you with this podcast. You have your own practice. You have the speaking course. What am I missing? You have a course coming up that's going to be helping practitioners, which is amazing. Uh, am I? You are the nominating committee for the private practice section. Uh, am I missing anything? I want to make sure we tap and tap everything. Okay, so you're doing all these things now. Did they all come about all at once for you to achieve it, or were, did some of them overlap as you were developing them? Like, how did you? Oh, and you're working to become a paid speaker. So, so all, I mean, this, these are a lot of fantastic things, all a hundred percent possible to achieve in life, but, but for you achieving each and every one, have some of them overlapped in the process of growing. I would love to hear that journey. And on that note, we'll be right back after hearing from our sponsor, NetHealth. Let's talk about something important patients and their outcomes. If you love to nerd out on this kind of talk like I do, the best industry event around outcomes management is happening from October 23rd to the 25th, and it's the Clinical Outcomes Summit. It's hosted by Photo, but it's not just for photo clients. It's a gathering of everyone who believes in the power of outcomes management to drive change for patients, clinicians, practices, and payers. And the best part, healthy, wealthy, and smart podcast listeners get a steep discount on the registration. The full summit pass is only $150. At that rate, go ahead and bring your entire team. Go to www.outcomesnerd.com and use the discount code LITZY. That's L-I-T-Z-Y. Hope to see you there. Uh, Yes, and I also think that one allows for the next and allows for the next. So one event allows for the next event and for the next and for the next, or one experience allows for the next. So for instance, starting the podcast many years ago, I took a couple of years off to go back to get my DPT, but starting the podcast had led to um, credibility and has led to visibility and in maybe some vulnerability on my part. So when people can see that you're being credible and you're being authentic and, and you're putting yourself out there, uh, they're they're drawn to that. And so from that, um, I, maybe I was invited to be on a proposal to CSM. And then that got me public speaking a little bit. And then maybe from that, someone sees you and is like, hey, you know something, I really like this. We should try this. And so I kept saying yes, 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 yes. And I used to say, as a piece of advice, say yes to everything until you can say no. Terrible advice. I don't know. It was terrible advice. (laughs) Awful. So what I started to do, because I was saying yes to everything, and it is overwhelming, and you get burnt out, and you start to cry, and then you don't feel like you have a personal life. And and I want a personal life as well. Um, So now what I've started to do is say yes to things that align with your values. Say yes to things that in your gut, it's a hell yes. Because when you start saying things saying yes to things that are like, I guess I should do it. It's a no. Like if you're saying, I guess I should do it. You don't want to be shooting things. It's like, yes, I want to do this. Not, 
yeah, I guess I should do it. And so I think having that in my mind has been able to narrow my focus a little bit more. So it sounds like I'm doing a lot, but it's all inter related. It's connected. Yeah. And, and I even left out that you have the annual Women in PT Summit. Yeah. But again, that's all connected, right? So I think it started with the podcast and then doing a little bit of speaking. And then I really started to enjoy speaking more and more. And because of that, I have made that a priority. Um, and for me, it's, you know, each year I pick a word that I like to kind of uh, follow my year and to base decisions on and things like that. And so this year it's courage. And so one of the things that I really wanted to have the courage to do was to do more public speaking and to put out a course to help physical therapists create their own private practice and occupational therapists create their private practice. And these, for me, takes a lot of courage and planning and things like that. But if you, like I said, I sort of plan my week in little chunks. So if you can do that, you can get everything done. You just have to put your mind to it. And I also, um, as just a uh, an FYI on how I manage my time, is that I kind of use Pomodoros. So a Pomodoro is a concept that's a 25-minute work block. So I'll set a timer for 25 minutes. I turn everything else off. Sometimes I'll put Theta Wave music on in the background or binaural beat music because that music is supposed to help increase theta wave uh, excitability in your brain, which is supposed to help. This is all very, you know, but it's supposed to help you um, be able to block out uh, distractions and help you focus and things like that. It's the kind of music you hear when you're at the spa. And so I will do that and block everything else out. And it's amazing how much you can get done in 25 minutes. Like, so if you are full of distractions, yeah, it's going to take you forever. But if you can really focus for 25 minutes, then you can write that blog post in 25 minutes instead of screwing around for three hours. You know what I mean? Yeah. And if emails come in like, I'm not the president of the United States, like it's not that important. It's just not. Yeah. So the and only, it's only 25 minutes. So they can, they, they can, can they'll wait. be fine. Yeah. I think we're in a world now where everything has to happen, happen now, 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 now. Whereas, I mean, I can say, I mean, I started my podcast in 2012 and then took a couple of years, 2011, 2012, took a couple of years off. It's 2019. So it's not like it's an overnight success. You know, I started speaking the first CSM I spoke at was in Indianapolis, which was, I don't even know how many years ago. Yeah. So again, this has just been years of work and years of working on your reputation and years of working on myself in order to get to these points. It is not, nothing is an overnight success because you're always laying foundations and groundworks that can take months or years. So I think it's really important for people to understand that. And habits. Habits are and a big thing habits. too, because I'm sure it took you a bit to even make this, this 25 minute habit. Oh my God. Yeah. Because I'm like love to be distracted. <laughs> Squirrel. I love it. I'd be like, what? <laughs> I love to be distracted. Um, but it's, it's true. So to be able to do that and calm my mind down to focus on one thing took practice. But just like we tell our patients with like practice your exercises, if you practice these methods, you become better at the methods. It's the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely, I definitely can relate with that. So now for you, what is your next Oh my gosh, I can't wait for you to listen back to this podcast in like a, a couple, a few years and be like, what is your next? Because you have, you have things coming up and maybe those would be your next you would want to discuss, but I would love for you to share that. Yeah, I think my, my probably 
biggest next in the soonest, or the quickest next, let's put it that way. The quickest next would be um, this uh, course that I'm developing for physical therapists and occupational therapists called Strictly Business Mastermind, and it's to help them create their own um, cash PT or hybrid Oh, they're clapping for me. Um, or, uh, or if you already have a practice and you're trying to transition out into a cash-based practice. So it's really for those, kind, for those two groups of people. Um, and I'm really excited about that. And hopefully we'll have that solidified in the next couple of weeks and put that out there. Um, oh, that's going to be incredible. And, yeah. and, 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 and honestly, to speak to the fact that we don't have a woman in physical therapist yet leading something like this. Mm-hmm. And we need to, it's for anyone, you need to see somebody who you can even visually identify yeah. with. So on top of the content that you're going to be providing, which is going to be off the charts, I'm grateful that you are filling a void that, yeah. we, that needs to be filled. And, and I think it's important to know that I'm not teaching this on my own because I don't have the answers to everything. I can't do everything. It's it's just physically impossible and mentally impossible. Like you, I can't do it. So I'm lucky to have a lawyer involved. I'm lucky to have an investment advisor involved and someone who's an expert at SEO and, and Michelle Colley, who's an amazing colleague with like a 5,000, not, not really, but like a whole bunch of clinics in, in the Rhode Island area, because these are people who quite frankly, are doing things better than I am. And so to be able to share their knowledge with people, I think it's, it's going to be a little bit unique in that space um, because I know I can't do it on my own. And so I asked for help. And yeah. it's okay to ask for and help. Okay. And honestly, it, I, I definitely would use the hashtag better together right now yeah. for this because it really is, yeah. as much as you are taking the lead on it, it is so good to get to work with other people and it, and everybody benefits from it. Of course, of course. And and it's it's, I just feel like that's important for people to understand that you can't do any of this alone and that if, if you do, you'll burn out. If you, oh, yeah. But if you, if you have the wherewithal to find out, well, what are your weaknesses? Like, what are you good at? What are you not so good at? What do you love? What will someone pay you for? And if you can fill that out and kind of connect the dots, then you'll know what you're good at. And then what you're not good at, just find someone else who is. Yep. Because you're doing a disservice to yourself and you're just doing a disservice to people who are spending their money and their time to learn from you. So it's all about respecting the audience. And so what I really want to do is respect the audience and give them the best user experience that, that they can get and, and meet those expectations. So, and I'm my harshest critic. So I think um, everyone is, yeah. I think everyone is their harshest critic. Yeah, for sure. Well, thank you so much for coming on to your own podcast. Thanks. <laughs> To just share this, just, I love how you're just so authentic and insightful on, and, and, and just so true to your own story. And I think a lot of people just appreciate that about you. And I definitely do. So thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. And thanks for, um, thanks for having me on. (laughs) (laughs) All right. That's it. Take care, everyone. Well, that was fun. A big thanks to Dr. Jenna Cantor for having me on my podcast. That was a lot of fun. And of course, thank you to our sponsor, NetHealth. Again, NetHealth is sponsoring along with Photo, Focus on Therapeutic Outcomes, the Clinical Outcomes Summit, which is October 23rd to the 25th in Knoxville, Tennessee. Like I said, it's hosted by Photo. You'll hear success stories and case studies from your peers about leveraging outcomes data for deep patient engagement, thoughtful business practices, 
clinician education, optimizing revenue, and more. And Healthy, Wealthy, and Smart podcast listeners get a steep discount on the registration. The full summit pass is only $150. To get that rate, go to www.outcomesnerd.com and use the discount code LITZY. Thank you for listening, and please subscribe to the podcast at podcast.healthywealthysmart.com. And don't forget to follow us on social media.